prostitution, the world's oldest profession. Illegal in most places in the world, and, like all things related to sex, a taboo subject we rarely discuss. But, in the rural counties of Nevada, where the West is still wild, pay for play is legal. My name is Jim, and for the last 20 years I've been a customer of the legal brothel system in Nevada. From its lavish high-end resort properties, to its small shacks in the middle of nowhere, from its connections to other arms of the sex industry, to the secrets it keeps from the public. I've seen it all, done most of it, and now I'm going to share it all with you. Join my friend Larry and I as we take you Behind the Red Light. Hello everyone and welcome back to Behind the Red Light, uh, your favorite... um, um, honest and cleanest sex show on the internet. No, di- right. no diseases here. Absolutely, no not. diseases here. No, 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 yes, no, no, no. and what you'll find out is if this is your first time listening to us, you are still in the wrong end of the pool, and we we <laughs> consciously. <laughs> consciously ask you to go check out some of our earlier episodes so you know what we're talking about oh boy you know this one's gonna be real interesting i think yeah that's what i mean you really really you you're doing yourself a disservice if you're jumping in now yeah because you've got you're missing some backstory here so definitely go back and listen to the episodes surrounding uh my recent trips to the chicken ranch and sherry's and that'll get you in even I mean, go back to the beginning, listen to them all. Of oh course. yes, please do. But listen to those specifically before you break into this episode, because we are still dealing with feedback but, from these this series of episodes. But right now, you're jumping you're jumping the gun because you yes, st- because we have to do something. Well, we there are some other things that we have to do. See, yes, see the way that we record these shows is. Um, well, I'm not going to give away all the all, all the secrets. Say, you're going to pull back the curtain and show the little man back there? No, no, oh. no, no. I'm not going to reveal how the sausage is made. Uh, but whoa. We, we, we did uh, we did jump the gun. My name's Larry. I'm your head button pusher. That's mm-hmm. Jim, our resident hobbyist. Mm-hmm. Actually, resident hobbyist fits. It I does like fit. That. We're yes. gonna we're gonna stick with that. And if you've been with us for a while, you know we get into the falderall and the craziness and the brouhaha and Tom Foley. Yes. And Jim is going to express what we do not do that's right we are not here to promote the brothel industry no we are not paid to do so absolutely not we are not a part of clearly not we do not send you to it no oh no 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 Mm -hmm. no we are simply here to educate entertain and inform but we will take your money Oh yes, well, no, we'll absolutely. We, we will, any any we'll, donation you want to make, yeah, we, we will easily take your money. I mean, you know, <laughs> but uh, it depends what you ask us to do. Well, there's that. There is that. Hmm. We do have. We do have ethics. Yes, we do have ethics. Ethics and standards and scruples, and, even and scruples and logic and common sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what separates us from the pack is the fact that we have a self-realization about us that knows no bounds. Well, you know, I've been recently I've been listening to some of the other adult shows in the podcast world and so forth. We are definitely the cleanest. Oh, are we? <laughs> by, by miles, my friend. We are the I don't think <laughs> we don't even come close to the next in line. 
Da 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 which is good because I don't want to come anywhere near them at all. Well, we're well. I mean, come on, let's see that that entendre is trying to see. Even when we make jokes about things like this, we are we are cleaner than than everybody else. But going or or back at the ranch, which kind of kind of is funny because that's kind of what a segue. Yeah, it is a segue. We are going back to the ranch. We are. I understand that you have some more feedback for us to. Yes, to accentuate the point. Yes. So, uh, my buddy Stripe, who we've talked about before, and you refer to as Surrogate Larry. Surrogate Larry, yes. Yes. Well, um, now I should give a little bit of backstory here. So, Stripe and I have known each other for years, and he got into going to the brothels just a couple years after I did on my suggestion and has had a an amazing time with some amazing adventures. And uh, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna paraphrase this because it's 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 complicated to read all this and won't make a lot of sense if you haven't heard the previous episode anyway. But at one point in our discussion, you'll remember that we had the I had the talk with the boys while we were at the chicken ranch. Have we aged out of this? Yes, yes, and that's when I debated with you that you had not yes. because there was a business model in upper or northern nevada that was clearly that was operating not in this fashion yes. demonstrating the the point i was trying to illustrate right well you know good old stripe here said that you know the last time he had been out there he had a very similar thought in his mind you know because things had changed so much out there and he says that you know by the sounds of it it's got worse since the last time he was there and uh you know and he says here that you know he had been thinking the same thing is this the end? But here came the question he asked. Oh, oh, we got a question. Yes. We got a legitimate question instead of a gripe or, 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 or other tension. What he was interested in knowing is what other options had we discussed, myself and, of course, the other two guys I was with, about options for not going to the ranches but getting our needs met elsewhere. In other words, what are we thinking to do to substitute in place of if indeed things have changed that drastically at these places now is this an isolated incident that's the first thing that we need to cover well certainly and we have decided that this was an isolated incident well certainly well i actually i would huh i would say that it is isolated to those two houses yes but i would not say it's an isolated incident because of the uh, two shows ago, what Fasty had to say about the week before, and what Stripe has added about his previous experience a couple years before, I would suggest that this is an ongoing issue with the rules there that have made it not all that conducive to the for the customer experience. Well, and therein lies my my big question. Um, just looking at at, at everything is the fact that you guys said that you have you aged out, mm -hmm. but. And Have I you really? Because again, well, this is just I, one area. I should I should stress that when we say aged out, the reason we're using that term is because when we got into it twenty years ago, there was a group of guys who were in who were a good bit older than us, twenty years or so. So they were in their forties, and and or or older, and they were complaining that the prices that they used to pay are just not there anymore, and they would lament it, and they had sort of been called the cheap old bastards, and. You know, we, you know, and then they would call us white knights, and it would get an ugly, and get ugly on the line, and everything else. 
But uh, really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There was a period there. It was a little ugly. The old timers were sort of, you know, you're you're making things worse, and 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 by giving these girls the money they're asking for, and and yeah, that's so, a, that's a whole other story for a whole other time. But the bottom is it though? Well, it is. It really, it really, it's a separate story in and of itself. We we might be hit coming back to that. Yeah, we'll I, have to I, come I, back I, to that I, in the I, show. But in any give, case, what, what give us a setup? Yeah, what ultimately I'm getting at is that you know when when the guys and I were in the bar that night, you know, I, one of the things I said is I am not going to be those guys. If we've aged out, we've aged out. We're going to leave gracefully and move on and find greener pastures to to spend our money in. Mm-hmm. And that's what what's what Stripe is referring to. He's asking, you know, what were those greener pastures? What other options outside of the legal brothel system would we consider at this point in our lives to get our needs met, so to speak? And that's a very very good question. Um you know, as as illegal as it is most places, I would consider the escort trade. Hmm. And the reason I say that is because it has be technology has moved along to a certain point where it's been it's a lot easier to be safe mm-hmm. uh, with the escort trade than it once was uh, for any number of reasons. Number one, uh, for the girls, there are sites that they can go where women in the industry will routinely say, "Hey, the guy calling from this phone number, he was cool. He's okay." So they vet each other. They 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 will vet customers for the for the benefit of other girls in the in the industry. Uh, likewise, there are websites there where guys vet the girls and say, "Yep, she's real. This is what she does. This is how she is. This is what she charges." So if you're willing to pay to be part of these sites, and it's a reason, it's a nominal amount of money. It's not expensive. Okay, so there's a paywall associated. Sure, with and this, this is and this is to keep. People that don't belong there, out of it. Uh, you know, you don't want children reading these things and that sort of thing. So, of course, by putting a credit card there or whatever, you are securing that that individual is of age to view that type of material. Well, you're also doing a. At this point, it's kind of. Uh, I don't know if it's illegal to vet things like this. Um. Well, because there's a lot of gray area. What we're there, talking there's about. a great deal of gray area, especially when it relates to the the whole Sesta Fosta thing that went through a few years ago, which again is a subject matter in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um. But you'll find that that applies to websites here in the United States. A lot of these are on servers outside the U.S. where the U.S. laws have no purview. Right, but it'd be too easy for somebody to not disguise themselves, but to say that they, well, yeah, actually disguise themselves, get on there, find out what's what, and then next thing you know, you have the feds showing up to your house. Well, no, that's that's what I'm saying is that it's not illegal to use the site. It's illegal to post it. But the fact of the matter is, again, if it's being done on a, on a host server in you know, Sweden where it's not illegal... There's nothing that can be done about that. Well, uh, unless you go and you go for your date and there's the Fed standing at your door. And it's they got not the a federal crime, cr- but that's not a federal crime. It's not a federal crime. It's not a federal cr- crime to what? Prostitution. It's not oh, a no, no. Uh, but it, 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 it is suspect. I mean, you, you, you are doing something illegal. There are going to be repercussions. Th- theoretically, but here's, here's, where, here's where I think people that are outside of the hobby get a little bit confused. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, most <laughs> most municipalities 
when it comes to prostitution, are concerned about two things. They are concerned about human trafficking, mm -hmm. and they are concerned <clears throat> about street prostitution. And the reason they're concerned about the, the street prostitution is because it's visible. Well, and it's very, very dangerous. And like, it's visible. extremely dangerous. It is extremely dangerous, but they're more concerned about the fact that it's visible. And keep in mind that there are elected officials that are having to say, CCC, we're keeping your community clean. So, so the emphasis for law enforcement... They're running on the bag the 40... You or, got it. Or the, uh, drinking the 40 out of the bag. You got it. It, it, is, it is. They are far less concerned. Think about this. The, the bars, when they have those seats outside on the sidewalk. Right. Right? And there you are sitting out there drinking a beer or whatever on the sidewalk. Here in the Commonwealth, that's illegal. Mm -hmm. Point blank, period. That is illegal. No, they changed those laws. Well, they, they did. But originally when they started doing that, that was still illegal. You know who got busted for it? Nobody. Hmm. Why? Because it wasn't walking down the street with a 40 in a paper bag. Yeah. It, it's it's a matter sometimes of how it presents. Well, even in Philadelphia and Baltimore, you can walk down, down the street with a 40 in a paper bag just as long as they don't see the alcohol label on the, the bottle or beverage you're drinking. Or, or if you are visibly intoxicated, in which case you're drunk and disorderly. That could cause a problem, too. So there's there's any number of things, but the bottom line is it's that— It's a good thing I know professional drunks, Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> the bottom line is that law enforcement typically, their responsibility is to, is to keep things— is to keep society safe and that kind of thing. Yeah. When it's a victimless crime, the way that most escort things operate, what typically happens... That's the feds right now. Yeah, absolutely. They're coming to get me. What typically happens in that case is that, uh, and historically I'm speaking, mm -hmm. is that you will call a number. It's generally the girl that you're speaking to. Uh, you will speak either in code or not at all about the sexual encounter. You take it under you just you you give her the, the benefit of the doubt that she's going to provide the service. She's giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're not law enforcement, mm -hmm. and this is why you don't talk about anything. She arrives at wherever the location is you are going to meet. You have previously placed an envelope with her name on it, and and whatever the, the pay is, in a visible space. She speaks nothing. She picks that up, goes to the bathroom, counts the money, makes sure everything's legit, comes out. You have a good time. At no time do you ever, ever, ever talk about what's going to happen. Hmm. That's very, very okay. specific. And the reason it's very specific is because if they can't record you making an agreement, you haven't broken the law. Hmm. And that's the way it works. And this is why escort busts are extremely difficult. It's very challenging to get it to stick. It's very difficult for them to arrange a sting like this. Um, and that, and that was then this is now. And because these websites exist and have for years and no one's been able to touch them again, because they're offshore where each side can vet one another because these things exist. And because now what happens is the girls oftentimes will say they will take a deposit. It's a very nominal sum of money, 50 bucks, let's say on a service. It's going to cost you three, $400. Right. And that's going to go towards the experience. If I've paid that. They know I'm not law enforcement because law enforcement, if they do that now, they've entrapped them. Hmm. OK, mm -hmm. they, they've already paid. They broke the law to do it. They can't do that. Yeah. OK, so they know right away. So this is a safety mechanism for her. She knows if you've given the money, she's in good shape. If you have vetted her properly, you know, she's not law enforcement. 
because there's things on this website going back a year that she's been providing service. So neither of you discusses anything. Neither of you has to discuss anything. You show up, have a good time. And no one's the wiser. And this is why that this these services have become a lot safer now. Most of the girls understand to use protection. Most of the girls do use protection because they don't want to get sick. You know, so ultimately what ends up happening is that in a world where this is illegal, it's it's very hard to, to bust. And I will tell you, any hotel, any hotel that's of any general size deals with prostitution and they look the other way. Always. Well, and here's a here here's a question for you before we we decide to go down this rabbit hole. Well, actually, this is more of a statement. Um, one, we are not telling you to go out and find. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am not suggesting that you we, do this. We, we at we, all. I am simply again. We are simply here to educate yeah. and inform on how this works. Yeah, and uh, suggesting that this could be an option that somebody would choose to do. I have no idea. Uh, and had no, uh, I'm sure I had an inkling if somebody would have told me that these sites existed, I'd be like, yeah, that makes total sense. You know, I'm not, I'm not a knucklehead, but I have no way of accessing or getting a hold of or have any interest to view one of these sites because it just, it, it's not for me. Well, and, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Well, and here's the thing, and this is, this is the part that I find interesting. And about that's the this. part we're going to leave out is where to begin. Well, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not telling you that. What I'm telling you is that they, these places, these sites do exist. The other thing I'm going to say to you is that, um, with regard to the sex industry, and, and this is where I say, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. Even in the brothel industry, for years and years, one of the reasons Dennis Hoff was hated so much within the industry by the other owners was because it was, will you shut up over there? Shut up. Don't go on television. Don't tell people we're here. If people know we're here, they're going to come down on us. Mm. We have to be quiet. We have to be out of sight, out of mind, because that's what keeps law enforcement looking the other way. That's what keeps people looking the other way. The plausible deniability mm -hmm. that we exist. And because I know that's how the industry works, even in the legal circuit, is why I can tell you that a lot of times the escort industry and above is ignored completely. Well, It's ignored because, again, as long as it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And those websites, you're saying, boy, I wouldn't know how to get that. But we all know how to get to OnlyFans or Pornhub, don't we? Yes. Yeah. What are you saying? My point being... We log on to Pornhub and no, my try point, to pick up one of the... No, 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 no. My point being is that unlike the prostitution business, the porn industry is not real quiet about themselves at all. Oh, no. They, they we, have to get views. But we keep out of sight and we keep out of mind in, you know, as far as the prostitution industry is concerned. And that's how, it, that's how it's functioned and why it, why it exists and why it exists so successfully in most places is because it doesn't attract a great deal of attention. Well, you and I have have experience and have dealt with a lot of different businesses yeah. that rely on and reflect the fact that you are not allowed to speak about what's happening in the business. It's very mafioso in a way. Well, yeah, it is. Um, but and, but and the other thing the other thing to keep in mind is that um, you know, it's it's all about safety. Yeah. It really, really is. And and, and and what we're discussing isn't anything illegal. It's just how it is. It's like there's a trade secret. Mm -hmm. 
And what you're talking about in, in the prostitution ring is these are trade secrets. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, you don't want to, you don't want to go to a brothel. Well, here's a trade secret. You can find an escort. Here's another trade secret. You can go here, and here's another trade secret. This is how it works, and you lay it out. Well, and then you know we have, again. This is going to be a Whitman sampler for this. Because Stripe did ask for other options, not just one, not singular. So, you know, another option would be to leave the country to do this. If you oh, yeah, to. we could do. Oh, you man. Could go, you could go south of the border. Tijuana is, of course, there are, notorious for its prostitution. There are 50,000 angles we could go on this. I've mm-hmm. even seen um, signs and sites of prostitution in Europe when I was a kid. Well, certainly because prostitution is legal in Germany. Oh, Germany, Amsterdam, Amsterdam the Netherlands. Yeah, so it's it's and it's the, pervasive the, throughout Western and Eastern Europe. And the battery and litany of tests that you have to go through to even qualify yeah. to work in the industry is yeah. is an astronomical. Yeah, and then of course I don't know about Mexico and Tijuana. Yeah, now now then of course there's Southeast Asia, which most people know about. Thailand. I am not uh, touching that with a ten foot pole. Or or you know, any of those places. Thailand specifically is probably the one that most people think about regard to Bangkok. We've all heard One Night in Bangkok, for instance. We've heard the song. It is in reference to the red light districts that exist in that city. Um there is a lot of gray area in that and, one, if but, not black area. Well, it's not gray. It's not gray at all. Prostitution is illegal in Thailand. Oh, is it really? It is. Oh. However, again, it's completely freaking ignored. Oh. Why? Because of the way it's done, it happens so oh, clandestinely sorry. and so privately, and the way that they've done it, that it <sighs> manages to skirt right around it. And so people know that it happens and they know it exists, but again, because it's kept right here and it's not pervasive throughout the entire city or whatever it just gets what one of these ignored. days we're going to have to talk because then there's the age limit thing and then that that gets that i will tell you they go after they go after that aggressively with which pitchforks good yeah there is no there is no bs regarding you underage or anything like that thailand any of those places you get caught trying something like that, you are going to jail. And probably... Not, d- d- and rightfully should be going there. And depending on where you go, and you're probably going to die. Uh, <laughs> potentially there's, there's so. a good chance you're probably... That's the end of your rope. I, I, I hear that Thai prisons are not a pleasant place. Oh. I, I, I don't know anything about them, but I've heard that. Well, I, I, I've... Uh, I have experience in in Middle Eastern countries, and I can tell you what happens when you steal. Uh, yeah, not not <laughs> n- nothing good. Yeah, you don't want to steal again. <laughs> no, no, well, I'll, otherwise you're gonna have nubs. Is That's it. Gonna, yes, but no, uh, no. Thailand is is uh, they're very they're very cautious about things like the underage or trafficking. You know, they do they do go after that type of thing very very aggressively. Um, and that's I, I'm fairly certain that's the same throughout Southeast Asia, but uh, what happens a lot in those places is that it's half prostitution and half her trying to find a Western man. Mm. So that's another thing that's different there than it is here in the West. We, we we've got to look into this, yeah, we, because we can do a whole a whole series on yeah. international. Um, actually, it's something that we talked about when I brought up the Victorian age when yes. it came to um, to prostitution and whatnot. Yeah, just think, 
Now you can go to the Netherlands and visit Anne, Anne Frank's house, and then you can go to a house where Anne can see your Frank. I mean, so to speak. It, it all yeah. just kind of wraps together. Yeah, and that well, and that's the thing. It's that there are places to go uh, where everything, you know, a lot of stuff is on the table and a lot of stuff is legal. Um, and there are places where it's illegal, but again, the it a blind eye is turned in most situations because it's just it's not worth the effort. It, it you know ultimately it's providing, especially in some of these places in Asia, it's providing so much money. Well, that's the thing. You don't want to disrupt the status quo. Yeah, it's, and, yeah, it's providing so much money that that the risk of getting rid of it is could be to bankrupt a town or bankrupt a city or bankrupt a, an entire country. And there's more important things going on. It's much mm -hmm. like uh, like cannabis and, and and going back to Amsterdam. Cannabis the, is a very very good. It's not really yeah. legal over in Amsterdam, but it's it's kind of like if they really wanted to crack down on the tea houses, they could. Sure. Like without a doubt. Sure. And, and people from from overseas go into Amsterdam, Amsterdam, and there are a few times where people have flocked to Amsterdam, giving um, outsiders a bad name because of how they would act. Like mm -hmm. standing in front of the Anne Frank house smoking a joint is probably not a, a good idea. Poor representation of the country that you're from, and and the entitled Americans that I have talked to that have done this thought that they were entirely in their right and. There's me looking at it like, are you that? The object when you go visit another country is to blend in as much as you possibly can, so you don't appear as a terror, a terrorist, don't appear as um, an outsider, so you don't get robbed. Yeah, one of the big things, like say in Southeast Asia these days, uh, if you're going over there as an American, is are you there as a tourist? Are you there as what they call a passport bro who's looking for a wife? Mm -hmm. Or are you there as a sex traveler? Hmm. And one of the big, th and that's a that's a big thing that that the ladies over there try to discern as quickly as possible because the guys are going over there for th for three very different reasons. Yeah, one is going over there thinking, wait, there's a girl. What are you doing? Get away from me! You know, yeah. he's not there looking for a lady. Yeah, at all. I'm here to stare at the vipers. Yes, he's he's there for whatever reason that he's he's going over there for travel. Uh, there is the type of guy was we're the passport bros, which is a. a a recent name to discuss something that's been going on for years, which is where American men will go overseas to find a bride. Mm. Uh, we used to call them mail order brides. That term doesn't really apply anymore, but uh, because of the way immigration laws function these days. But nevertheless, men are leaving the United States in larger and larger numbers every year to find uh, what they consider to be a more um, traditional woman. And they will go to these countries to do so. Uh, and this is one of the things that causes a lot of these girls to come out of these rural areas of their of their country and come to the city to try and find a Western man. Yeah, again, we're, we're, we're diving uh, yeah. way too deep into this. I suppose, right yeah. But that's, you know, there is, again, those, that's, and, we're, we're getting, yeah, we're kind of getting off track. And, and, but that's, and the, the, the idea that I eventually presented was... Yeah, they ignore it because there's bigger things going on. It, it, Absolutely. It, it's like they will accept small doses of cannabis because they are going after heroin and crack, crack. and anything that, you know, somebody created in their, you know, mother's basement or whatnot. Something that's actually the designer going, drugs. Yeah, yes. Something that's going to kill you yeah. versus something that's not. Yeah. And 
you can also see how they take care of other things like going out and drinking because public transit. God help you if you get a DUI in a in a country that offers public transit oh, that man. drops you off in front of your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good. No, not good at all. Unlike here, where we're you know uh, uh, we're a car nation. Yeah, but bottom line is there's a lots of different options out there, and this is one of the things that you know I, when I've been talking about you know, the customer service and them needing to refocus what they're doing in these houses is because, and sometimes I don't think they consider just how much competition is out there. Hmm. It's not just the house next door. It's not just the brothel down the road. It's not the ones in the northern part of the state. You also have all the the escorts in Vegas and everywhere else in the country. You have Tijuana. You have north of the border. You have across the pond. You have all these different options that are available to men. And bottom line, when somebody's quoting you $4,000 or more, if that individual has that expendable income, he could do any of those options I just said. Any last one of them. So he's not beholden to anybody at that point if he's got that kind of expendable income to spend on that. And that's that's again, I I, I love these places. I've been I've been to the chicken ranch and Sherry's many, many, many times, and I hope to continue to go. But their current situation and how they're operating is not conducive to a great experience. And I do think they need to reevaluate how you're how they're doing things before they're just not there anymore. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to keep paying attention to uh, paying attention to us because we need your attention and you would like to send us on a fine trip, please tell all your friends where you can you can find us. And if you would like to get a hold of us, the best way to get a hold of us is behind the red light 702 at gmail.com. Please uh, send us an email, let us know what you think of the show, what you let us uh, what you what you think of us, ask us a question. We'll be more than happy to read that on the internets. And the interwebs and the whole podcast thing. Leave your name out. Leave your name in. Doesn't really matter to us. And if you want to have more of a public image, I suppose, Jim, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You can always find us on Facebook there. Just look up behind the red light. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Interact with us. We'd love to see you there. Yeah. So uh, what we have discussed is, yeah, there are a lot of options out there for you to take a vacation because it so would be a, it would be a vacation. You go mm -hmm. out four days, go see, go go peruse around Europe or or, or or Thailand or Canada or any other place, and uh, Cambodia, Vietnam. Yeah, I could keep I, going. I wouldn't go that south. I, it, uh, something about those nations right now. I don't know. I don't know. There's kind of because you it again. It's more of a buyer beware scenario at that point. It's always a buyer beware. Yeah. I don't care where you're at. So so there you go. Not not excluding Vietnam or or, or, or Cambodia, but Cambodia really hasn't had a. Uh, uh, I check out the Yelp review on Cambodia, and oh. you'll understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a Yelp review on Cambodia. If if you saw the thing that Cambodia is not a very pleasant place. But uh, I'm not here to to put down any other nations or countries. This is just what I'm seeing as an outsider. I, I, I don't think uh, you would be very welcome in Cambodia. However, we should find out if there's other places in the United States that offer these kind of services and, um, and go from there. But, you know, we're going to wrap up with one more look in the mailbag because we have one more... One more letter from a, uh, and hopefully we can put the kibosh on your trip yes. and get into and something on. different. Yeah. 
All right. With that being said, I'm Larry. That's Jim. That's Jim. I'm Larry, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.